So hello and welcome back to another episode of the Turn 5 podcast where this week we'll be going over the the latest news because there's actually been news uh, and I know and uh, our reviews of the feeder series as best as we can remember. Well, I mean, we kind of did a bit of a review of Formula 3 when the Formula 3 season finished at Monza. So I feel like, and we kind of reviewed-ish W Series when it got announced that that got cancelled. Yeah. So I feel like we just kind of need to do Formula 2. Yes. Because that finished the same weekend as Formula 1. So we'll start with the news. (laughs) We don't care about Formula 3. It's not a feeder series. Uh, the news and um, Williams has announced that it's parting way with team principal and technical director. So Jost Capital and FX Demison, don't quote me on how to say that, uh, have been sacked following the team's slump in performance from last year to this year. Uh, they were 27 points adrift of the, the next lowest place team. Um, so kind of understandable in fact of the team didn't continue to progress they very much didn't take the change of rules by the scruff of the neck and use it as a way to propel themselves further up the field Um, they haven't announced who who is replacing them Um, they said that they'd announce that in due course probably on a Tuesday (laughs) Probably wouldn't surprise me, but also it's it's the winter break. It's not like they're in a mad rush to announce anything, so it could be in the new year, <laughs> which would be <laughs> which would be great because then we'd have, have you know like restarted the podcast by then. Because <laughs> I this this is like the last one before we take our Christmas break. <laughs> in case you hadn't noticed. Hey. Oh my god. <laughs> Give me a break. Christ. So thoughts on the sacking uh, of Yost Capital. Latifi's fault. <laughs> yeah, pretty valid. Um Yeah. He got out driven by Albon all season, so Yeah, and Nick to free so. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like being outdriven by Nick to was just the, the cherry. The cherry. Yeah, yeah. just like Willem's like, yeah, I'm gonna let him go now. <laughs> yeah, that's uh yeah, shame, but is what is. Um bit of a ruthless nature of the sport. You don't do the job. You get in the bin. Well, with all their drivers' points together, they'd only outscore Guan Yu Zhou. Ouch. Um, oh, where did F1 post it? I feel like it was on their Facebook page. F1. Photos. Here we go. Okay, so... Mick Schumacher got dropped, right, by Haas. And Formula One posted the head-to-head stats between Mick and Kevin. And, um, well, it doesn't make for very 
great reading in terms of why because it's yeah it's a bit disappointing to be honest okay so kevin outqualified mick 16 times to six but in the races mick outraced kevin 13 times to eight kevin scored more points 25 to 12 kevin had a one place better race finish and got really lucky with the grid in sao paulo but kevin had five dnfs and mick had two so expensive, yeah but at the same time yeah. a crash can be as expensive as a mechanical failure True. like we just don't get to see it like when an engine goes bang inside the car it can rip all sorts of bits and pieces to shreds just because it's not the external carbon fiber that goes flying everywhere mm. doesn't mean it's not expensive so i don't know it's it makes me feel like it's even more harsh than it was like it is what it is at the end of the day i guess but i feel like they made the wrong decision so uh, well we'll find out who have they said who's replacing mick Ukin Ukin oh yeah yeah and then pretty much everyone's like why are you getting him back you know yeah. he's done nothing in the first place yeah there's no point getting him back and yet here he is. They're accepting mediocre. Yeah. So who knows? Oh, well, that's just something that got posted between us going live last time and us going live this time. So is what is. Uh, elsewhere in the news, uh, nothing. <laughs> It's very basic stuff. There was the prize giving ceremony that happened. That was yeah, that was very Carlos awkward. On his own. Oh, I mean, they're all when, they're always awkward. When was Matteo Bonotto announced? Was that last? Yeah, yeah, we we covered that. We did cover yeah. that. Okay, yeah, yeah. There was no one else from Ferrari. They just Charles. Oh wow! Okay. See, he was up on the stage on his own. Where like, obviously, all of Red Bull were there. Mm. But it was just Charles and his Ferrari, little Ferrari blazer. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> but yeah, there was the, the guy. There was a guy. <laughs> Poor Charles. He's just stood so, there on his own. Was, you just felt was, bad for him. He was really on his own. <laughs> yeah, there was so. a guy giving out awards and with like, he was having some strange interactions with Christian Horner. It, it, like it was horrible to listen to it because it was like um just gently putting salt on like the cost cap stuff and that oh lovely and lovely. a fauna just having to like take it on the chin it was so awkward it's just why why do people feel the need to do that like it's a it's an award giving ceremony just just give the award and be done with it yeah like they've they've done the the cost cap stuff that's in the past now the penalty is yet to be announced but you know it wasn't exactly by a lot of money that they went over compared to what was originally being thrown around like come on just get over it so yeah then again, you can say the same thing to Mercedes fans from 2021, but still we move. 
<clears throat> Formula three. We're going to start there because we've, like I said, we already kind of covered it. Um, Victor Martins one, Zane Maloney in second, and Oli Berman in third. It was pretty comfortable for Victor Martins in terms of he scored on every race weekend except one, and that one was in Spa. Um, and he had a lot of podiums, a couple of wins. You know, it was reasonably comfortable. I mean, Zane Maloney, don't get me wrong, gave, me a, gave him a run for his money with three race wins in a row at the end of the season. Yeah, Feature apart, race wins, that is. Apart from two race weekends, Victor Martin scored at least 10 points the entire time. So it all adds up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's um, it's what they always say, isn't it? Consistency is key. And yep. He was consistent. Um, Especially in the feeder series. Yeah. Um, any 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 other notable mentions as I scroll down the list that hit 40 drivers over the course of the season good lord um, I mean um, Isaac Hadjar I can eat Isaac Hadjar outperforming um, Gregoire Saucy. Yeah, so substantially. Because they they were in the Frecker series together the year before and Gregoire yes. Saucy ran away with that. So that was an interesting swap. Um, kind of the same with oh, Dennis Halder. He ran away with the Formula 2 thing, but then from Formula 3, he ran away with it. Formula 2, he was just... Wasn't yeah. There. Yeah, no, that was an interesting one, because a lot of people thought he, would gonna, he was going to be one of the main main contenders. Um, you know what? Screw it. Let's just segue onto Formula 2. Uh, and I think it became pretty apparent that he wasn't really in with a shout of being a title contender when after the fourth race week, he'd only amassed 14 points. Um, which is not a lot. When the lead drivers were already over 70. So... Is that 70? I want to say that's 70. That's 50, 60... 70, yeah, before, uh, even over 80 points, like, damn. So, yeah, not ideal. But is what it is. Okay, so we all know Felipe Drogovic won the title uh, ahead of, uh, quote-unquote, nearest rival, Teo Porcher, who ended up 101 points behind at the end of trade. Uh, that was, yeah. Taylor had a really, really bad end of the season, picking up five points in the last four race events. Yeah, he has. He, I think he had like a lot of mechanical DNFs. Mm. And most of his DNFs were mechanical, like, if not all. Which, 
is a shame. Um, Liam Lawson finished third. Logan Sargent finished fourth. And with that fourth place finish, guaranteed his seat at Williams for next year. Uh, Ayumo Iwasa finished fifth. And Jack Doohan finished sixth. Which is a bit of a fall off at the end of the season for him as well, really. Because earlier on, he was sort of... He was in the mix. He, he had a couple of race wins and he sort of put himself higher up in contention. But then sort of the same way as Porcher, he's just fallen off in the last couple of races. Um, rounding out the top 10, you've got Jane Deruvela, uh, Fittipaldi, Fred Vesti, and then, as we said earlier, Dennis Hauger in 10th. And that's exactly where I'm going to stop. I'm not reading any further down the list. And if you know who's in like, the 11th, that's why. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's 29 drivers in this series compared to the 40 in Formula 3. Well, considering there should only be, what, 22? <laughs> it's, still, it's still more. Um, well, those Tatiana Calderon and Louis Zendelli, I think, only competed in like the last three or so. Well, Zandelli made a one-round appearance. <laughs> Zandelli, Correa, Maloney, Giotto, one-round appearances. Yeah. Tatiana Calderon, four rounds, and still 28. Yeah. Um, the rest of them, after, like, 15th, only appeared a few times. Yeah. the full season. So. Actually, no, I lie. Marino 22nd. Yeah, he's sort of the exception to things. Everyone sort of around that area is sort of dipping in and out, which is a shame to see because obviously that's... Well, I mean, okay, for 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 Chen Bolotbasi, the, the rounds he missed in Jeddah and Imola were injury-based. Yeah. Um, which is equally a shame, but also not financially a shame, you know. Um, it's not like he was struggling for funding. It was just the fact that he'd injured himself at the opening round. Um, but, I mean, it it was a tight season uh, and, until it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, until the end. Until Drogovic just went, you know what? I'm only in fourth gear. Let me just shift up a couple and just drove away with it. And yeah, I mean, what his lowest point scoring week was Imola, where he scored five. Yeah. Well, he has a five, a six, and a seven, <laughs> and an eight. Wow, look at that. Man's going for the collection. But it's, you know, it's all points, isn't it? Those are on weekends where he didn't get podiums, but then there's weekends where he got 36 points on one of them uh 33 on another and it's like it's, it's, that's big chunk sure but it's the bits in between that have really helped him over like if he hasn't won he's he's been in like he's got a third place at Baku and he's picked up 19 points total that weekend um he got 19 points in the at the France weekend he got 25 points overall uh at Spa you know it's the little bits and pieces he's picked up that have helped him along. Whereas Teo Porcher has had, you know, blanks. He didn't score in Jeddah. He only scored eight points in Barcelona. There's like the odd 25, 18. Yeah. Like every other. But otherwise it's like two, eight, three, two. 
Right. So it's a, it's a when you look at the the run of form, it's a lot less in terms of what you're picking up when you're not winning. Mm. And that's that's the key. I mean, Mick Schumacher won his season with not a lot of race victories, but a lot of podiums. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's again consistency is key, and that's just what it was. He's he's ran away with it basically. Yeah. Um, where whereas the the rest of the grid fell off around him. Hmm. Um, I'll be interested to see how well Logan Sargent does in Formula One. Mm. Um, I know he's obviously like Williams's next choice because he is the. Um, the driver academy driver uh, but that's got to be somewhat annoying for the drivers that are finished ahead of him you know um to think that the guy that you beat in the championship gets your dream job <laughs> uh, especially dragovic hmm. how long has dragovic been in formato i'm not 100 percent sure to be honest with you what teams mp Since 2020. Oh, okay, so he's done. That's his third yeah. season. Yeah, 2020 got ninth, 21 he got eighth, and then obviously he's won this year. That's a uh, bit of an upswing. Mm. And then Logan Sargent. It's, he's he's a rookie. He was a rookie this year. Um. Yes. Yes, he got seventh in Formula Three last year. Third in Formula 3 in 2020. 19th in Formula 3 in, 20, in 19. Okay, so he spent three years in Formula 3, then got yeah. a step up. and yeah. Fair enough. Right. Um, what else do we want to cover? No uh, we could talk about W Series and how that's going to be interesting now with F1 Academy. We kind of did talk about that. We, we went quite in depth with it, didn't we? I don't know. I can't remember anymore. Um, been a long year. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, then then what, what else would we talk about? <laughs> oh, no. We haven't really got in depth on it, but how are you meant to go in depth from? I don't, I, I don't know. It's a bunch of wine, can it? <laughs> yeah. This is this is a Chris <laughs> thing. <laughs> Why do we do this? <laughs> Why do we do this when Chris isn't here? Oh wait, because Chris is a little. He just doesn't tell us when he's not going to be here. Could only get to his phone just now. Oh, I know, right. Mm. Let me guess, he's been playing chess all afternoon. <laughs> right, yeah, let's just, should we just wrap up? Yeah. Sick. Christmas pun. <coughs> huh? Christmas pun. Wrap it up. Too late to kick him out. <laughs> <laughs>
Unfortunately, yes, it's too late to find a replacement for him. <laughs> you can't even find a replacement for Alex, so good luck to you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's all right, as soon as my Twitch takes off, I'll leave you guys behind. <laughs> yeah, pay for your... <laughs> yeah, I know you do. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. Um... So that about wraps it up for this week's episode. The <laughs> this can't podcast. be the worst episode we've ever done. Um, I don't know. <laughs> There's a few contenders there. I think that's an award for next year. I'm not sure. <laughs> worst episode of the year. <laughs> uh, yeah, what about that like less than 20 minute one you did, like the speed one? Mate, that was a speed run. That was determined. <laughs> That was short, concise content. That was great. Don't know what he's talking about. Why are you trying to say that's bad? That was... Yeah, we actually spoke about tip. stuff there. Yeah. Instead of... Broken! F2 feed a series that no one gives a Broken. f*** about. We just didn't waffle. We just got straight to the point, talked about the point, and wrapped it up. And uh, that was great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I think we need to adapt for next year to get rid of it like this. Probably. <laughs> but what else are we going to do on these weeks? If we didn't have the feeder series wrap-up, we'd have talked about Yost Capital and the, uh, the awards ceremony. I would have been done. It would have been a five-minute episode. <laughs> so be it. Oh, God. Right. Um, this is the last episode before the Christmas break. We're taking at least two weeks off. Well, it's probably going to yeah. be next year. Yeah, so we will see you in the next in the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if we're going to take two or three weeks off. It depends on what I'm working. So be say, it depends on Father Christmas, <laughs> bro. What the hell's Father Christmas got to do with the second of January? <laughs> <laughs> you just gently whisper. Like, Father Christmas. <laughs> uh, but yes, so we could be taking three weeks off. Uh, we're guaranteed we're taking two weeks off. So we will keep you updated somehow um, in, in due course. Uh, but until then, have a Merry Christmas. Have a Happy, happy New Year. Happy Holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas. Have a miserable time. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> get drunk, alcohol. And we'll see you in 2023. <laughs> Goodbye.